0: hey y'all it's barb it's shay we're here to talk about a murder that's gonna knock you off your feet
1: so giddy up y'all this is gonna be a wild one hey y'all welcome back hey barb how are you doing i am doing good today um pretty feeling pretty good how are you I'm good. Had a good Easter weekend spending time with family. So I'm excited to see what this next week brings. Yes, me too. Okay, everyone. I just want to remind you don't forget about the merch for sale. Um, Also, we have the voting poll up for April's listeners vote episode, which will be like we're going to take it down on the 14th. Um, And the three choices are Lizzie Borden. Ed Gein, which is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and the Zodiac Killer, which is an unsolved case. Uh, we also have a giveaway happening right now on Facebook. If you follow, like, and share the Texas Chicks Who Talk Murder Facebook page and comment when done, you will be added to the drawing for your very own pop socket. So lots of opportunities, guys. Um, so, are you ready for today's case? Yes, I am. So, today we will be talking about the murder of David Lynn Harris. I got my information from murderpedia.org and wikipedia.org. I do want to mention real quick, though, um, this one's going to be a shorter episode. There wasn't that much information on this case, but I really wanted to share it because of, like, how crazy it was. Um, So... A lot of people may have heard of this case before because of like how it happened and everything that went through it. But David was an orthodontist. He and his wife were both orthodontists and they had a few offices, like they had a dentist chain happening. Um, They were living a very comfortable life in Friendswood, Texas. If you've ever been to Friendswood, you know that That area is known for having very nice houses and you can say mansions and stuff like that. So over there is like, it's big money in that area, mostly. But David and his wife, Clara, had been married since 1993. They got married, I believe, on Valentine's Day in 1993 at Nassau Bay Hilton Hotel, which Both the date and the place will come back into this story. Um, They had two sons together, which I believe they're both younger. And David had a daughter from another marriage. Um, Her name was Lindsay. And they were happy for a long time. Like, they had a good marriage. They were making plenty of money. You know, they didn't have any worries. They had children. You know, the basic good things, right? Well come to find out Clara was suspicious of David and having an affair so she was like I feel like my husband's having an affair like she probably talked about it with her friends. she probably you know was thinking about it all the time because you know maybe he was showing the signs that he was having an affair like staying out late or saying he was going on business trips all the time and he's an orthodontist he don't need to be going on business trips um (laughs) I mean, it's just like the common sense, right? But he was actually having an affair. They knew this because Clara had hired an agent to look into David. So like she she hired a private investigator, not an agent, a private investigator to look into David and like basically follow him around like a private investigator does and see what he was doing. So one day the um, the private investigator was following him and followed him to NASA Bay or Nassau Bay Hilton Hotel again um, and saw him with another lady who was not Clara. And remember the Nassau Bay Hilton Hotel was where they got married.
0: Oh, that's just wrong.
1: Oh my right. gosh. Yes. yes.
0: How are you going to cheat on your wife at the place you married her? Oh, no. Uh-uh.
1: Literally. And, like, and, you know, out of all the, the people, he was literally cheating on her with his receptionist. And her name was Gail Bridges. That's, like, such a basic thing. Like, to be cheating on your wife where you both make good money. Like, it's not like your wife is living off of you. she's a, She does just the same thing as you. And... You're going to go cheat on her with your receptionist. I mean couchers.
0: Yeah, I'm um, like that happens all the time. You know, well, receptionists are like what like what are those big wig people that have the girls that like get them coffee, run the telephone calls like
1: Yeah, personal uh,
0: assistant maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that's what's called. Yes, and it happens all the time and it's like why? Like I don't no. understand.
1: It's like they hire them Knowing what they're gonna be doing, yeah, so they exactly. hire the ones they know that will be down for it, kind of thing Mm-mm. Yeah. well th- this was on july twenty fourth two thousand two so they weren't even married what ten years, so they you know it wasn't they got married in nineteen ninety three I don't know how long they were together before then, but in two thousand two, not even ten years but I want to kind of go into what happened on that day. So, you know, the private investor investigator called Clara said, Hey, there, you know, he's at this hotel with this girl. And she's like, well, shoot, that's close to me. Let me drive to it. So Clara found out she drove all the way to the Hilton hotel. And she wanted, you know, she didn't want to like, believe the detective was right, but she was like, okay, Let me just go look and see if he's actually there and see what's actually happening. So she got there. She found him, which I believe when she was walking in, him and the receptionist was walking out of the elevator. So like coming down from what they were just doing to leave. Yeah, well, little did he know his wife was standing down there waiting and trying to look for him. But When she found him, she went and attacked Gail first before him, which I just want to say, yes, I know that Gail knew that he was married, but if you, if you're a husband or a wife and your spouse is having an affair, do not attack the, the other person first. Attack the spouse. They're the ones who are hurting you. Like, they they have all the right to say no. And they're the ones who's married to you. They made that, that you know, till death do us part to you. Not their mit- mistress, whether they knew it or not. So just attack the spouse because I can support that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm going to attack both. So,
0: <laughs> like... I'm just saying, I'm going to go for my husband first because it's like, yep. you owe me the loyalty. You know, I don't know the other girl. If she knew that, you know, I he was married, I would be mad at that fact because it's like, where's the, like, like the woman code or like with a girl code? Like, yeah. where's the respect as a woman for that? But at the end of the day, she doesn't owe you that because she probably doesn't know you. So i would definitely go for my husband first but if she knew oh she's gonna get it too at the end of the day oh she knew she was their receptionist no see no (laughs) Mm -mm. well i could see too like why she was mad because in you know claire's defense it's like i am literally paying you i am employing you to sit there and do a job and you're gonna you know have an affair
1: with my husband you know yes and i mean i get it if she knew and like maybe they had some kind of thing that happened before who knows but if i wouldn't unless you know for sure that the spouse or that the mistress knows they're married go after the spouse first (laughs) yeah um because you never know because like it could be a girl that they met and they've been lying like your spouse has been lying to them the whole time or a guy whoever right and they've been lying to them the whole time saying oh i'm not married And they take their ring off or whatever. Or it could be somebody that they hired to come in and do whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but she, know, she knew. I know she knew because there's no way she couldn't know that he was married. Unless he was like, oh, well, we div- we're in the middle of a divorce, blah, blah, blah. But I doubt that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, whenever she started attacking Gail, um, the security guards ended up like intervening and they escorted Clara out. They didn't, I don't really know what happened to the mistress, but I know like David walked out after and was like trying to follow her, I guess. And Clara was angry. Like she was like above all like furious. So she took it upon herself and decided to do something so terrible And she ruined not only her life, but everyone's life around her as well. So, this is what happened. Claire decided to get in her Mercedes. This is also what they call a Mercedes murder. Um, She pushed the gas and ran over David. Wait, what? Yeah, she ran over him. Not one, not two, but three times. Oh, my gosh. And, hold on a second. Not only that, but you remember how I said Lindsay at the beginning, David's daughter, who he had from another marriage? hmm She was in the passenger seat.
0: Oh, my gosh. What the heck?
1: Yeah, and he was killed at the scene. So... That poor girl. She's probably traumatized. I... I know. Like, could you imagine living through that? Like, sitting there in the passenger seat and watching your stepmom literally run over? Like, imagine, you know, that situation with you, right? Oh, no.
0: Oh, no. Man. That's a freaking nightmare. Honestly, for the daughter, for everyone literally watching what's going on, like, that is a total nightmare.
1: I... You know, then this is one. Of, this is why I could not like not tell the story because it's something like she was so angry that it just took over her. She didn't care about what was gonna happen, you know. And that's why your actions are like you need to think before you do, kind of thing.
0: Oh yeah, sometimes that's <laughs> yeah. very difficult. Like, just imagine, you know, like, like putting yourself in those shoes and and finding out you're being cheated on and and you know I'm not like obviously if, if Claire didn't have any tendencies growing up to being like a killer and she didn't have anything that happened in her in her life or she has never done anything for anybody to suspect her doing that then you could only assume that she was literally just like consumed with the finding out of her husband having an affair on her and it's like an overwhelming emotion, like you said, just, like, taking over her body, and she's not even thinking, really, of, like, what <laughs> she's doing. Kind
1: of like a blackout. Like, she just blacked out and was, like, whatever happens, happens, yeah, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. But three times, holy moly. Yeah,
1: that's, like, like overkill. Yeah. Like, if she would have just done it once, it would be, like, you know, not okay, but you can kind of see. But she just did it One, two. And three, like she knew what she was doing after that point. Yeah, that's crazy. Clara was instantly arrested and was charged with first degree murder, which I can see why she did it in front of probably so many people. She's at a hotel. Um, But her trial started shortly after the murder happened, which was in February. So um, everyone walked into the courtroom hoping and wishing that they would give her the worst sentencing. Lindsay, uh, uh, David's daughter, testified against Clara, which, uh, duh, um, I would hope that's the only thing that she would do. But she also, Lindsay, also told everyone that Clara attempted to kill herself four different times after she murdered David. So, I mean, like, you can clearly see that she was not planning this. She was not, like, she didn't think that was gonna, like, she was gonna actually murder him or anything, like, she, you can see something happened in that moment where she just reacted. Um
0: Well, yeah, but, but, like, first degree murder, that's, like, premeditated murder. That's her, like, planning it out piece by piece, like, okay, this is how I'm gonna do it, okay, this is what day it's gonna happen, like, but that didn't really happen. It was kind of, like, you know, like, like, it, Like we were saying, it just seems like it took over her mind. You know, it didn't seem premeditated to me.
1: Yeah, I think that's just what she got arrested on. Like, I don't think that that's what she was actually charged with after the trial. So they arrested her on first degree because they were like assuming that she planned it. um, And then they heard what happened. So I, I don't, it didn't say what she was actually, which one she was actually like charged with but um i want to continue talking a little bit about the trial and then we can get to her sentencing so um uh, not only did she did she go against her stepmother but there was also a videotape that was recorded that recorded the entire thing and do you want to guess who recorded it um uh who the private detective that Clara hired. So little did she know that that detective was actually gonna like basically have something that goes against her and not actually helping her. She was paying him and he recorded what she did to go against her. Like he turned in the tape to to the police and said here this is what happened kind of thing. So yeah that's a lot of like twists go back like I guess you'd call it backseat school in this, like the hotel that they got married at less than 10 years earlier, the the, um, private investigator basically having to go against Clara. Um, But also she was not supposed to take the stand during the trial. That's what her lawyers told her. They said, you know, you don't need to do that because this is literally like this was like a crime of passion kind of thing. Um, Not crime of passion, but like at the moment. Um, But she she for some reason felt that she needed to explain herself. But they told her they were like, okay, look, you don't need to go up there because they're going to start trying to go for you and they're going to try to get a confession that you did it on purpose so they can put you in prison longer. So what they ended up doing is they took the recorded police interview that they had on her and they literally edited the like edited the video and only put the part that that she said quote wanted to hurt unquote they took out the part where right after that she said not to, like quote not to kill him unquote like they cut out part of the police interview so it could go against her so it's still after the lawyer told her said do not try to take a stand don't like try to explain yourself blah, blah blah and look what happens like she hurt herself by trying to explain herself so this like this whole cut and whatever it caused her lawyer to faint from the stress of the case and they had to act like going into recess, and he went to the hospital, and the, he ended up being released. Um, but can you imagine, like having this case and being so stressed out that you faint literally in the middle of the courtroom? Like that's insane. Yeah, that is. That's crazy. So they were also trying to fight against her, like running over him more than once. But I don't understand why they would try that because you literally cannot say that she didn't. There was a video, Lindsay's testimony, and the medical examiner said that it was very possible that she did do it multiple times. So I don't understand why they would try to say that she didn't, because clearly everyone knows that she did. So I don't understand why they did that, but um, there's literally, like, no way she was getting out of this. Like, she was going to get sentenced. There was too much stuff against her. There's so much evidence because she clearly did it. Um, and I'm, she says she did it. So I don't understand like why they even tried to go to trial for it, but she was eventually found guilty. I'm guessing actually, I guess they went because they were trying to say that she didn't do it on purpose because they charged her with first degree maybe. Um, but she was sentenced to 20 years in prison and fined $10,000, which to me, I feel like first degree would give her a longer sentence. So I'm assuming that maybe she didn't get first degree. Um, But she was only sentenced 20 years as her maximum. So it wasn't like she had to stay in prison for 20 years. That was just her max sentence. But that was because the jury decided that it was a, quote, sudden passion. So she is currently at Mountain View Unit in Gatesville, Texas, which is almost like four hours away from Friendswood. And it's near like Austin Round Rock area. Um well I guess I should say was. Her sons were taken in by family friends and they would they would like still go talk and visit with their mother and stuff, but she was denied parole two times. Uh one of the times was in two thousand thirteen and the other one was in two thousand sixteen. But the third times the charm, because she was released on parole on May 11th, 2018. And will stay on parole until February 2023. Which is less than a year from now. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Also, I forgot to mention actually. That she was found guilty on Valentine's Day 20, 2003. Which is just so happened to be the 10 year anniversary of David and Clara's marriage.
0: I mean, what is the uh, odds of that that really does suck
1: honestly yeah like it just you know things can happen in just a split second and you can just it's crazy to think that someone can just just do something in an instant and not even know that they're doing it kind of thing
0: yeah i mean she's literally like like i don't feel Sorry for her, but she's literally her and like she's literally going through two different like griefs and like loss. You know, the fact that her potential lover like was having an affair and like you know being intimate with another woman, and then come to realize like maybe she did black out and like didn't realize until back of what she just did, and now
1: she's grieving the loss of somebody who she actually did love. Exactly. And it really sucks because like, I feel like if he wouldn't have had an affair, like they could have actually done really well. You know, they were, they had plenty of money, which is money's not everything, but you know, they had kids together. They didn't have any worries. They could have went on vacations and continued running their, their, um, like their dentist offices and stuff. So it just really sucks that sometimes your decisions really can affect the outcome of other things. So think before you do, which some, everybody knows that knows me, knows that sometimes I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think before I say sometimes, <laughs> but I just want to say like one, how crazy I know I've been saying this over and over again, but like how crazy is it that they are married and she was sentenced on the same day. 10 years later exactly and the hotel where they were married at was where he cheated on her at and also that I can't believe like his daughter was literally in the car and that's the part that gets me because I feel like I don't know I guess if it was me I wouldn't have reacted that way because I know she's in the car and I would not want her to have to live through that every day kind of thing I don't know to me it's just all this is this whole story was crazy to me.
0: Yeah, definitely, um, some situations in your life that would definitely make hopefully Lindsay stronger, you know, as she continued to develop into a woman. But um, you know, that could be really traumatizing and um really push back somebody's mental development or speed it up. I mean, you really just don't know at that point, but I'm hoping that she is doing okay today.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. Um, I do want to mention there's also a book written after this case called Out of Control, and it was written by Stephen Long. So if you're like interested in learning more about the case, um, feel free to read it and let us know what you think about it. So, what did you think about today's case? Do you have any questions or comments or anything? Uh no, I think I'm
0: pretty good. I made pretty much all the comments that popped up into my head, but I enjoyed it.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I know it was like a it was it's going to be a really short episode today, but you know, Barb and I have been super busy not only at home but at work, so we're kind of not going to like make super or I I didn't want to make a super long one. Um but yeah, so thank you all for joining us today. Um, like I said, this case was too crazy not to tell in all of the twists and turns. But as, or sorry, if you guys have any questions or concerns, email us at tcwtm2021 at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Texas Chicks Who Talk Murder. Instagram, Texas Chicks Who Talk Murder, no spaces. And Twitter, Texas Chicks Who with the number one at the end. Thank you for listening. And stay out of dark places and watch your back because you never know who's lurking.
0: Bye. Bye.